welcome back to our podcast. Um, today, our episode is about body image. Our podcast aims to be a place for you to expose the inner thoughts and feelings you've never felt comfortable revealing, whether it's a secret, a confession, or a controversial stance. We're here to bring them into the public space. To send us your story, you can submit it at our website, www.bananaheads.club soapbox. If you'd like to be a guest on an episode and be interviewed for your experiences, please say so in the alias part of the website with your contact information. I am today's host. My name is Julia. It is not uncommon for us to look at our reflections and ask, why does my body have to look like this? Or to still find ourselves scrolling through our Instagram feeds and idolizing influencers with tiny waists and long limbs that you crave to have yourself. No doubt, the issue of body image is nothing new when it comes to the age of social media, as our minds are more anxiously devoted than ever to yield to society's ceaseless standards on physical appearance. But much of society remains blind to the impacts these ideals impose on people of all ages, especially to us high schoolers. It is likely that some of our own friends, if not ourselves, have developed eating disorders at some point. In fact, a survey of eating disorder behaviors at one international school in Shanghai showed rates of eating disorder behavior amongst all students grades 7 through 12 comparable to U.S. rates between 7 and 13 percent. Why is this problem so prevalent and how can we accept our bodies as the way it is? Today's episode focuses on body image and how we can come to terms with our body. Um, Today's guest is Claire. So diving right in, Claire, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so I'm Claire from class 12-5, and I'm not a very interesting person, so there's not a lot to share, but I have some personal experience on body imaging and would like to share that on the podcast. All right, so our first question today is, do you feel that there's a lot of pressure placed on you to conform to a desirable body image, and do you feel that this pressure is something that dominates your life as a whole and influences many of the choices you make? Or is this influence over your life less pronounced? I think with the current societal pressures placed on like us, it is definitely a very like stressful environment to be in, especially to especially regarding body shape. I've learned to embrace that part of my life and kind of move on because I learned to accept that there's certain things about our bodies that we just can't change. But uh, back in, like, I guess, eighth grade, ninth grade, it was a much more intimidating topic, and I kind of tried to confirm to that societal standard and try to change myself to please that caricature. Okay, and can you tell us a little about how you came to this conclusion you're at today? So when I tried to confirm to that standard, I tried to learn, like, what I can do. And then I realized... A large part of how we look is up to our genetics, and that's not something I can change by eating healthy or like going exercising. And I've also learned that when we think about people, we don't think about how much they weigh, what they look like. We think about who they are to us, like their personalities, things that are internal instead of external. And the revelation of that helped me to understand that my appearance is secondary to my, like, how how I am, who I am. And basically, I just learned that 
since there's not a lot that I can change, I better just like stop thinking about it and focus on what really matters for me as a person. Um, another question I have is, I, like in the beginning, where did all of this pressure come from? And in general, who are you trying to conform to? And why do you think that's become such a big pressure on teenagers today? Right. So I think the pressure originates, at least for me, from social media and the fashion industry, like Instagram mm-hmm, and everything. Definitely. Because we we go on social media, and the the one of the main things we're exposed to are these perfect human beings, living their perfect lives and like not doing homework and stuck at home on the weekends. And <laughs> as teenagers, we want to confirm to that. We want that life because like we're teenagers we want to be like everybody else and when we see these beautiful human beings we start to look at ourselves and we ask ourselves why don't I look like that what's wrong with me and we start to internalize that message and it's the same with the fashion industry but I think the fashion industry is much more toxic in this regard because it it's it's like this idealization of the already perfect human being because beautiful people have professional diets, professional workout schedules, and then they have stylists, lightings, mm-hmm. photographers, and then they Photoshop their pictures. So there's, and then that's what we're okay. exposed um, to. I think another very interesting mm-hmm. topic whenever um, body image comes into discussion is the entire, like, Brandy Melville culture. Right, yeah. Because, as you know, like, they recently, like, over the past maybe two, mm-hmm. three years, they, like, opened a store in Shanghai, yeah. and I feel like a lot of their body image standards immediately spread across, especially our school campus, I right. think. Yeah. How do you think that culture has affected teenagers in our school? Right. So, Brandy Melville has a very, <laughs> I, I guess, like, pathological like aim for like the skinny body type like <laughs> like that thing mm-hmm. I'm like where do you put your organs but like because we're teenagers again we want to look like everybody else and when we see this BM trend taking up we want to we want to participate and then the only way to participate is to be skinny and a lot of us don't don't look like that we just don't look like that but the pressure to be like everybody else, the pressure to be pretty, like, quote-unquote pretty, forces us to, again, look at ourselves and ask us, why don't, why can't we fit into these caricatures? Why aren't we the society's, like, beauty, like, beautiful people? And this, this desire to look skinny and fit into these clothes and with media exposure publicizing how good it is to be skinny and how it's like the only way to be pretty like you almost show almost like that mindset it just mm-hmm. it just forces a lot of us to internalize that message even when we don't want to and forces us to like be everybody else look like look a certain way without really thinking whether or not it's realistic whether or not we want to be like that whether or not that is mm-hmm. like who we are yeah definitely and i think okay, another very interesting point of discussion that i've uh, come across is that some girls who are like ob- already the standard of beauty even like just in our school but a lot of people in general that already have this quote-unquote perfect body they're skinny and tall and the, even these people they still 
starve themselves. Even if um, that their current weight is their natural set point, they still want to look even thinner. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel about this phenomenon? I feel that like this is a very like a natural like human human natural thing to do because once like you fit this standard you start to look for flaws in yourself because there's always things that you feel that you can improve on you all you always feel that you're not perfect which is how humans are we're not perfect but then once you start fitting into these like standards you start to want to fit into other characters as well and once you find one of these sets that you don't fit into you start to fixate on this one issue and they start to ignore how beautiful how perfect they already are and they start to like like the size of your eyes the shape of your nose like these small minute details that you think destroys your entire like entire appearance when others only see how pretty and perfect you already are and that is not something we can just address because it's a very natural thing to do because we want to feel prettier, we want to be better. But then at the same time, we also need to understand that others, how others perceive us because nobody's going to be holding a mirror 20 centimeters away from your face and asking you why you have pimples. Nobody's going to be like using their fingers and look like squishing your face and asking you why your eyelashes aren't long enough. That's things you do to yourself and others a lot of the times already perceive you as being this perfect and pretty human being yeah i'm gonna go a little Mm -hmm. off track here and i just wanted to mention that it's interesting because whenever the topic of body image comes in a in a conversation mostly people only discuss women and how women's bodies are Um, idealized and often put on a pedestal but the same thing happens to men as well and I've only recently began to realize this that you know the um, gym bro stereotype like the athletic type that like works out five times a week I feel like a lot of these um, men actually if you look close enough at their um, diets and exercise they probably do have eating disorders because, like, if you, um, I think I found this on a Reddit thread of, like, a gym Reddit thread of people talking about how to, like, lose weight and, like, gain muscle mass. Mm-hmm. They literally, their advice for each other is stop eating. Oh, oh, wow. To lose weight. That is, oh, and that's, yeah, that, apparently that has become a very normalized part of male beauty is just don't eat and you'll be you'll lose weight and i think it might be like a lot of it is overlooked because like this woman idea we have about masculinity or something and Mm -hmm. that men can endure more toxic environments or something if if they're going to the gym then they're trying to put on muscle mass so why would they stop eating because you can't grow muscles if you don't eat that's a very (laughs) weird question i have but it's i think most of it is um at the beginning of like working out and like oh um, okay i'm not an expert on this because obviously i don't exercise but um, i don't you're supposedly like you have to first lose you have to first lose all your weight because at first if you're not like 
exercising or working out it's all like fat so you have to lose that completely and then start building your muscles or else or else like you wouldn't be able to see the muscles show through oh Um, it's just a very weird toxic right culture of gym bro (laughs) well if so okay we should be exercising Mm -hmm. to be more healthy not to make our muscles show like like it's it's a good it's a good thing that like we all want to look better right that is like perfectly natural but then Mm -hmm. we like we shouldn't exercise simply for like the physical experience like more muscles less fat is of course the more healthy way to go but then please eat just eat just please eat (laughs) that's all i can say yeah and um okay let's move on do you think i think in our school in particular there's a lot of peer pressure when it comes to body image um, I'm don't I'm not sure whether or not like our school is a, like an atypical example. I just think that like for teenagers, any like social circles can be stressful mm-hmm. because you're looking at other people and that makes you feel that other people's looking at you and then the whole norm thing, the whole everybody looks this way so I should look this way thing. I not sure whether or not mm-hmm. our school again is like a special case, but yeah, I guess for teenagers, like a, like a very intimate social circle might be one of the reasons why we have this need to conform to, like, this greater normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think another part of um, peer influence is during lunch, especially. Like, if you're eating mm-hmm. with a circle of your friends and you start noticing certain people just don't eat at all during lunch or eat very little um that kind of i feel like that might put a lot of pressure on on your group of like why am i eating so much more than them and is that why like i don't look as good i feel like that might be another really common example of peer pressure Mm -hmm. um so what are some steps you have taken or would recommend to our listeners to minimize or resolve peer pressure and stuff? Right. So I, for me, I don't think it's something like we can escape because like, especially as teenagers, mm-hmm. we are sensitive to changes in our environment and everything. But then we can learn to embrace that part of our life, to embrace the fact that we can't possibly be perfect and... I guess, like, understanding that helps with our perception of what we should be like and how we interact with our environments. And I also think, like, having a healthy group of friends really helps. If your friends are, like, flaunting Mm -hmm. their physical appearances to you and that's making you feel that you don't, you should look this certain way and the way you are right now isn't sufficient, then, like, open discussions... I don't recommend changing your friend groups because that is kind of isolating. But open discussions do help. And sometimes it's just this different mindset thing going on. But again, we can't like just resolve these issues because that's the environment and that's the environment we're in. Yeah, that's pretty much... All right, um, I think this about concludes our 
interview section for okay. today's episode and Yay. is there anything else you want to say to our viewers about beauty standards and the pressures that stem from it or any other topic in general just eat don't cut down on the carbs because you need that energy and y'all pretty human beings will stop being self-conscious <laughs> Alright, um, thank you so much, Claire. And thank you. Um, that concludes our episode for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and goodbye.